Hello, my name is Claire Inman. Welcome to Harbor Light Stories. We hope this podcast encourages your faith and brings people together. Enjoy. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have Mr. Fu, or Jimmy Fu, I should say. Hello. <laughs> I had him in FCS, so I can't stop calling him Mr. Fu. But I think I'll just jump right into it. So what was your life like growing up? I know you didn't grow up in America. Mm -hmm. So I was born in Taipei, Taiwan in uh, 1988. So now y'all know how old I am. (laughs) Um, And growing up, it was uh, about school. You know, you go to school Monday to Saturday Mm -hmm. every other week. Um, And after school, you in elementary, you you have um, after school care, you do a lot of homework. And on the weekends, you probably go to the park and play basketball or running around. And, you know, so life was kind of just an average, studious um, lifestyle in Taiwan. Were you ever introduced to Christianity at all when you lived there? Uh, I thought about it over the years, and I do not remember any references or um, ideas of hearing about God because Mm -hmm. my family, they're Buddhists, so I grew up. I guess I grew up a Buddhist. Um, yeah. I remember going to the temples and, you know, still it's Chinese New Year now. So I remember we have to bow to the ancestors and burn incense. So mm-hmm. I grew up with that kind of tradition. Yeah. Um, and so Christmas, we did celebrate Christmas, but it's such a tr- commercialized yeah. holiday. Everything was presents, Santa Claus. I never heard about Jesus or God until I came to America. Mm-hmm. So how did you end up hearing about Jesus. So, well, you got to go back to when my family decided to send my little brother and I to America. Mm-hmm. So I came here uh, in 2000 when I was uh, 12 years old. After sixth grade, we came to America. And because as international students, you have to go to a private school. So, of course, we found our way here at FCS, Fremont mm-hmm. Christian School. And that's when I first heard about the Bible, right? Because we had to purchase a Bible for Bible class. So I remember asking my guardian at the time, my aunt, what is that? What's a Bible? I I think Christian Christianity is a different religion. So she says, Oh, just we'll get you the Bible. Just pretend it's like a history class. Just just the way you study for that class is like history. Mm -hmm. It's what the Christians, you know, they believe there's a God and there's a Jesus. Um so just, you know, don't worry about it. So that's <laughs> but as I took Bible classes, you have memory verses. I started to learn about the Word of God, and that's what I when I was able to observe what Christians are like at the school, and, and um, that's how I just first heard about it. So then, what finally made you decide to become a Christian mm-hmm. yourself? I I know it's a big decision. I knew it's a big decision to become a Christian. Mm-hmm. I from eighth grade to sophomore year, I had no desire to be a Christian. I grew up uh, learning about good morals, right? Doing Mm -hmm. right, being a good person, but hearing about how, you know, we are all born with sin and there's nothing we can do and achieve to to earn salvation. That was interesting, Mm -hmm. but never thought about it until I made friends with the chaplains here at school. And a lot of my friends, um, they are, they are Christians. Yeah. So I, when I go to their house for sleepovers and whatnot, I was able to watch them see what they do. Mm-hmm. 
And I also know that the pastor of the church, especially Pastor uh, Kim and Dave here at Harbor Light Church, they met me when I was 16. And so they kind of adopted me as their international <laughs> student. So they invited me over and, you know, treated me like their own family. Mm-hmm. So it's all these experiences. And again, like I said, the friends I made, it got me curious to see, okay, well, so this is Christian lifestyle. I like this. Mm-hmm. I like this stuff. They're all nice to each other and friendly and um, trying to be better every day. And I think that there's a moment where I think we're in chapel. I think it was my junior year. Yeah. And one of my friends, she's a, she, was a, she is a strong Christian, and yeah. she left um, her seat, went all the way in the corner, and she just raised her hand and started worshiping God. And I was looking at her, I was like, wouldn't you be, wouldn't you be worried people make fun of you? Wouldn't mm-hmm. people laugh at you? Why are you looking so silly? Just So I talked to her after, and she said, I don't care what people think about me. I am worshiping my God, and that's the most important thing to me. And yeah. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> I, you know, I believe you believe that, and I'm curious about it. And I started attending the Bible studies um, because they're my friends. I like to hang out with people, learn mm-hmm. English and all that. And I think there's, I went camping with my family one summer and I kind of just prayed and said, God, I've learned a lot about you. I I see people praying to you. Um, If you are who you say you are, then I I think I want to believe. Can you show me more? Can you reveal yourself more? And for the next, you know, my senior year and on, he definitely showed himself up many ways, small ways and big ways. And then never looked back. Yeah. What are some of those ways, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, of course. So, you know, like, again, some of them are really small. Like, <laughs> I, I really wanted to be, um, you know, known by, by my classmates as someone who's a good person, who's kind. Mm-hmm. And to my surprise, they voted for me as most Christian character, oh. which, which is really funny <laughs> because it was three months after I accepted <laughs> Jesus. So like, wait a minute. Okay, all right, I'll take it. Um, you know, I was voted on the class council, class prince, and I just received a lot of encouragement that people are seeing like, hey, there's a change in you. I see you. You're something that's different about you. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't able to get into college of my choice, and I was really disappointed. And I wasn't sure what's going to happen with my future, but... You know, I prayed about it, asked for help, and the next day, you know, I got a flyer that says, oh, Mission College, they're looking, so they're they're accepting um, applications, so I applied within the same day, or a couple of days later, I got my mm-hmm. visa, because I was still international student at the time. Yeah. Um, I had a passion, I have a passion for cooking, so I kind of pray for opportunities, and people just come up to me the week later, offer me opportunities to serve, and so... All that stuff kind of just accumulates into yeah. all these little stories. I was healed when I had kidney stones. It wow. was a miraculous healing because the stones disappeared the day before the surgery. Wow. So, yeah, I, I wanted a car. I got a car <laughs> for a buck. Wow. Uh, Who gave you the car? Uh, the principal at our, uh, from our Christian school, Mrs. Troya. Oh, that's so, so cool. So she gave me, a, yeah, she she's moving to Oklahoma, and she says, hey, I have a car. You can have it for a dollar. It was 1988 Oldsmobile it was very nice, <laughs> and then when the car died um, two years later, a lady at the church offered me her car, so like my second car is free. So again, I just been blessed um, over and over again, and I'm really grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
how did your parents react when you became a Christian? Or did you even like tell them right away? I did not tell them right away because I did not know how they would react. Yeah. They weren't even in the country at the time. It was just me and my grandparents and my little brother. Oh, yeah. And what happened was senior year finished. I was invited to go to the Harbor Lights Youth uh, Leadership Camp mm-hmm. near uh, Happy Camp. And there... I, I told my family I want to go. It's a leadership camp. So they go, oh, yeah, sure, a leadership camp, sure. Uh, I forgot to tell them it's a Bible, Bible leadership <laughs> camp. And I was baptized in the river by Pastor Dave and Kim, and I came back, and I called my parents right away because, you know, I had this fire now in me. And yeah. I was filled with the Holy Spirit. And I felt my mom was going to get really mad, but she was disappointed because she wanted to be there to support me and my decision. Mm-hmm. So she knew it was a big decision. She said, you know, when we send you to the school— it's a possi- It was a possibility that you, you can become a Christian, and yeah. it's fine with that. She says, as long as you, and that's what I'm hearing all these years, is as long as you value fam- our family and, and you know, mm-hmm. um, don't do anything crazy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine. But, yeah, they were really supportive. Wow, and to this day, great. they're very supportive. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So you went to the youth group a lot whenever you were mm-hmm. a youth, but now you actually are a youth leader. Mm-hmm. How's that? I went to youth, again, that when I just became a Christian, so that was end of junior year, um, whole senior year, and I met a lot of new friends. It was mm-hmm. great, and I knew I wanted to be a part of this, because I, you know, I love fellowship. Yeah. So I was uh, a leader, intern, or trainee, or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> my freshman year of college, and that was 12 years ago, so... Mm-hmm. Overall, I think my favorite part about being a youth leader is the way you can, you know, you can mentor people. You you mm-hmm. you lead them along the way and be there with them through their highs and lows and ups and downs. And I kind of see myself in a lot of these kids. Yeah. And I wanted to, yeah, show them that you know, God um, loves everyone, no matter where you're from, what, mm-hmm. what you look like. He has a plan for, it's cliche, but it's true. He has a plan for us all. And if he can lead me and bring me out of Taiwan and come here, and there's a purpose for that. And yeah. being a youth leader, I really have been blessed to have a lot of great relationships with the students mm-hmm. and serve. Yeah, yeah, and also you're you're working at FCS. Right. And a lot of time with like the international students. Yeah. I first was asked to help translate for a thing or here because I know Chinese mm-hmm. and I worked as hard as I could and I want to do a good job and I guess they, they saw that in me and they wanted to offer me a position of the activities director. So about six years ago, five, six years ago, mm-hmm. I took the job and my job is to run all the high school and junior high events, whether it's clubs, prom, dances, <laughs> um, cultural week, leading tours at open houses, all that stuff I get mm-hmm. to do. And that's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah especially since you, you were one of those international mm-hmm. students at one time. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. Cause I get to speak Chinese with them sometimes yeah. practice my Chinese a little bit. Uh, and I feel like I've really connected with them in a way that some people may not because mm-hmm. they don't have the same culture in the background. And I really value those relationships as yeah. well. And I do want to lead them and show them that, Hey, I was where you are, and I can be here. Um, you don't have to copy me, but it's only you know that you know your story matters, and there is mm-hmm. a purpose and reason why you are here 
in Fremont, California, Fremont Christian School. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So then what do you feel like God's doing in your life right now? So that is, I love that question and <laughs> because he's always doing something. Yeah. And so he is definitely teaching me to be more patient mm-hmm. because when you work with teenagers and students, you know, it can, can be pretty challenging at times. Yeah. Um, and he is also showing me and revealing to me what the future looks like for me in the next, you know, couple of years. I'd like to be married. <laughs> soon. Yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. I'm not sure how much I can talk about those on, <laughs> online reveal, but the plan is to be married soon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll see what that future looks like. Um, but he, I'm definitely in the season of my life where everything I prayed for, everything I long for, you know, God's kind of giving it to me. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not taking it for granted and I'm working really hard to stay above, um, the line here and, um, just be thankful every day and do my best to serve and work hard. Mm-hmm. And I think he's teaching me how to take a break, you know, have rest. Cause that's something I definitely need to work on and say no. So, yeah. Yeah. It's hard when you are serving in the ministry or at a school, but yeah. I love to serve. So yeah. Cause you're doing good stuff. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you shouldn't take a break, but it's still good but to take breaks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I want to go back to like, after you became a Christian, sure. how did your life change? After I became a Christian, I realized that something's different mm-hmm. in me. I feel like I've been given these gifts, like the gift of empathy. Yeah. You know, I really was able to empathize with my youth kids or people I interact with. I could mm-hmm. feel what they're feeling. And I realized I was a, become a better communicator. That's mm-hmm. another one of the strengths um, that I realized. And by reading his word um, through devotions and going to church and youth group, I just realized that I finally was able to see the big picture, right? It's mm-hmm. more, not just about me. Uh, and I was able to, by being more selfless, by being more loving and kind, I was able to rebuild, add on uh, new relationships I never thought it could happen. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like overall I'm in a better mood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happier. Not that it's everything's great all the time. There's been tough times. Mm-hmm. But I have this hope in me that I've never yeah. had before. And I know no matter what, how hard things get at the end of the day, you know, God's there. He's never going to mm-hmm. leave me. And I have, you know, a, a support group like the church family and people youth that really are there for me as well and we're doing mm-hmm. this battle together yeah. and it feels great are there any um challenges that you feel like god has helped you overcome or get through so one of the tough ones was when i got saved i thought it was my jo- i felt like it was my job to save my family because mm-hmm. they're not christians yeah. yet so for the longest time i struggled with that i had i thought i had to keep sharing my, you know, preaching and this Mm -hmm. and that. And every year that they're not safe, I get a little bit more stressed out about that. And what I learned is that it's not my job. My job is to love like I've never loved before, to share my stories, but, you know, be smart about it, not Mm -hmm. shoving my beliefs into other people because that's not how it works. Yeah. So I've finally 
in the past few years, three to four years, come to terms with, you know what, I am grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends who aren't believers. Mm-hmm. And I, it's my job to be there for them no matter what. And, you know, offer sound advice and, and be supportive. And I feel like over the years I've had great conversations with my family and my friends. Mm-hmm about Jesus and they've responded fairly well. I would say that's one of the big big things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like your relationship with your family has changed at all? I think so. I think um they definitely see me more Americanized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so everyone in my family, even long distance relatives, they they know I'm different. Uh, not just because I'm Americanized, but as a Christian, they know mm-hmm. I have different beliefs and values, and I, I would say overall it's good. Yeah, um, I mean there are times where I had to debate with my family about tithe, you know, things like tithing. Yeah, or um, going to church and youth group, and you know, not attend certain events. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, my family's been very really supportive. Yeah, and they understand that. I still value them. Yeah. And I still make sure I put them, um, you know, right up there. Mm-hmm. But I made it clear a few times that, hey, I serve God, I serve Jesus, and mm-hmm. that's my beliefs. Uh, but I'm also been, you know, reminded that I have to love my parents and mm-hmm. support. So it's it's definitely a balance. I'm still learning. Yeah. Right as life evolves, um, when you get older. Your parents get older, you get married. What does that look like? Different cultures. So, def- but overall, yeah, it's, I think it's going well. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And do you mind if I ask you ask you about Natalie? Sure. Okay. How did you meet Natalie? Okay. So, I don't know who's listening to this, but uh, <laughs> uh, Natalie is my girlfriend. Yeah. And I was introduced to her by a mutual friend um, after college. And my friend wanted to show me and these two girls a TV mm-hmm. show. I did not know it was a setup at the time, <laughs> but he claims to this day it was a setup. I didn't know about it, but sure, thank you. And I met her. Mm-hmm. That's how I first met her uh, six years ago. Yeah. And I was not <laughs> interested in her. I was interested in the other <laughs> girl. So... It didn't work out, uh, but for that girl. But as soon as that didn't work out, I kind of thought, "Oh, that Natalie is pretty cool." So I, and I, I, I feel like she was a strong Christian. So I wanted to get mm-hmm. to know her a little bit better. And by getting to know her for six plus months, I realized she's pretty great. She's a strong Christian. She loves the Lord. Mm-hmm. She's independent. You know, she, she's Italian. <laughs> um, yeah. So I wanted to date her i wanted to get to know her and but she was not interested um at the time so i thought okay we can still be friends but i realized mm, my feelings for you really were really strong so i said we i said we should not talk anymore we should not be friends anymore because <laughs> i don't want to pine over you for years and years and mm-hmm. be in the friend zone so we stopped talking for six seven months mm-hmm. and i was with my family on a trip to canada and one night, I was sitting on my hotel bed, just checking messages, and I had an impression. It was a strong impression 
maybe it's from God. We we'll, we'll don't know. <laughs> maybe um, that I should give her a call or text. And I was like, mm-hmm. how? I deleted her number. I lost her contact. I got rid of it because I wanted. I don't want to pine over her and think about her. Yeah. And the impression just kept telling me, just just type her name in your phone. I was like, okay. So I typed her name, and her name showed up. Her contact showed up. Oh, like crazy. it was never deleted. And I was like, what? So I texted her and then she said hello and told her that, hey, I, I still want to be friends if that's okay. So we became very you know, casual friends Yeah. Uh, through social media first. And then we started talking just here and there for about two years. Mm-hmm. And all that time I just thought, okay, I don't want to screw this up again. Even if I like you again, I just want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. And somehow some way she ended up changing her mind she wanted to give this a try and before now we were hanging out mm-hmm. going to musicals together i'm making fried chicken for her <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bacon and cooking uh and we have yeah a lot of like as i knew before we had a lot of common interests mm-hmm. so i would say six months into really becoming good friends i asked her out again yeah. And to my surprise, which I was very surprised because I kept telling myself, no, she doesn't say no. Just prepare for the no. She said yes. She mm-hmm. was interested as well. So that was two years ago because we've been dating well, almost two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty much it. Nice. I love love stories. <laughs> yeah. So then what's it been like being with someone who's like a strong Christian and mm-hmm. really values their faith? Mm-hmm. I learned a lot from her and just, again, from her family. Mm-hmm. Being with her, uh, it, it made me realize that I need to depend on the Lord even more, mm-hmm. right? Because even though we have a lot of things in common, there's a lot of things we have that aren't, you know, they're opposites. Yeah. Like, I love sports, and she uh, appreciates <laughs> that people are working hard to earn something. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we... I go to a Bible study on, on Sundays and she attends her women's Bible studies on Wednesdays and we have regular conversations about what we learned and we talk about that. Mm-hmm. And um, our conversation, besides just the fun stuff, we have, you know, we talk about our upbringing, what's it like to, to grow up with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I share my side of the story. And just understanding that, again, we all have different stories and we are blessed enough to be in a relationship where Jesus is the center mm-hmm. um, now and hopefully forever yeah. for, with us. And I just learned to, yeah, um, again, to be more grateful. I uh, don't take it for granted. And I'm looking forward to hopefully soon marry her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I've pretty much asked all my questions. Great. You awesome. Yeah. Thank you for coming in today, Jimmy. You're welcome. It was great getting to talk to you. Yeah, likewise. It was good talking to you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about our church, you can check out our website at harborlight.com.